If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And you can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormeals.com bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right, you heard me, I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast for colorful women alike. Hi. Hey guys, welcome back. We told you we would be back. We're back. And we're back. Back and we're better on the Bryson Tiller. So, um, if you guys listened last week, we put up the first episode of season three, which was episode 30, maintaining momentum, getting organized and staying productive. If you listen to that episode, then you would know 85% of resolutions are recycled from the previous years. And I like to think of January as a free trial month for the year. (laughs) So if you think that way, then that episode was for you. So make sure you go back and listen to it because we know how hard it is to set a goal on December 31st. And then January 2nd is in the trash. Right. So in that last episode, we offered tips and suggestions to keep you motivated and prepared to crush the goals you set for 2018. True tea. True tea. Did you know that January 17th was dubbed as Dixie Resolution Day? Didn't know. Yes. <laughs> Throw I it in stumbled, trash. I stumbled upon that fun fact because by then, um, or by now, most resolutions have gone out of the window. So... We're trying to change that. We want to keep our resolutions, our goals, whatever you want to refer to them as, at the forefront. 
And I think we've been dropping gems all week to keep people, along with the episode, we've been dropping gems all week to keep people focused on their goals and making sure they're not falling by the wayside. By the wayside. (laughs) Because we're not falling (laughs) off this year. So um, we asked a question on Twitter. We We had a little dialogue on Twitter about goals. And we asked, do you believe you're more likely to achieve your goals if you keep them to yourself or does it not matter? And one of our homegirls responded and said that she thinks sharing them with others helps hold you accountable and you never know who can help you accomplish them unless you unless you share and collab. Too often we worry about people stealing our idea and just sit on it instead. A real friend can be a connect that helps your idea flourish. I have to say that I agree with that. Come on, connect, connect group. Collaboration leads to elevation. Yes. I remember, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this, but did you see that uh, video or interview that Issa Rae did? Yeah, the networking across. Yeah, she was like, yes, too many people try to network up. We're looking for the person who's already where we want to be. Parallel playmate. Exactly. You need the parallel (laughs) playmate, which Brittany, you know, told us about in the last episode. You need somebody right alongside of you who's like-minded, who can keep you accountable. So I think that speaks to definitely we should network across our homegirls who are in the same place as us, maybe coming with some different ideas. I agree. Bringing shit to the table. Be open to collaboration for sure because you don't want to be stagnant thinking you can accomplish everything on your own. Yeah. You are not alone. So make sure you're following us, <laughs> following us on Twitter because in addition to the questions that we ask, um, we also post articles about whichever the topic we discussed that week is about. So if you're not following us on Twitter, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but you need to go over to uh, Black Girl with No Eye Bravado on Twitter. Yes. And also, thanks to everybody who, um, after we threaten you, you guys <laughs> go and rate and review the podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. Just support what you love. That's really all we're encouraging you guys to do. If you're downloading the podcast, if you're sharing it with a homegirl, if you're reaching out to us on social media and you fuck with it, then just let us know. That's how we know. That's how we know. We and know. that's how more people find out. Exactly. So we encourage you to stop. Drop. The, okay. I was going with the, uh, But I like, like the stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Whoa. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Make sure you stop. Pause. <laughs> What? I hate the way you said. Whoa. Whoa. Baby boo. No. You, you took it to a gospel. <laughs> you added a gospel twist. Whoa. Whoa. Baby no. blue. Whoa. Uh, um, so, yeah, just make sure you guys stop, pause the podcast. You're still in tears. <laughs> just rate and review the damn podcast. Please. That's it. We appreciate it. Um, share it with a homegirl. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. And, yeah, we'll keep coming out the kitchen with some fire shit for you. In the, what's that, um, in the kitchen wrist motion with the stir fry. Okay, I'm not up on the Migos yet, so. well, get on that. Next time. Um, (laughs) you know what? I've been seeing a lot of this nasty, nasty trend of the parents. Oh, my. Cutting children's the young girls the young girls you know our crown is our glory yes and they've been cutting the baby's hair when they when they're disrespectful or they do something wrong as a form of punishment the punt like how do you came up with that that is you know what i want to know is there a correlation between geography and this trend like are all these people in the same rule in the dirty dirty dirty. because that is not okay 
no, 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 um, shade to our down south. No, none, none, <laughs> none, none, none. We all got the uh, southern roots. But you know what? But come on. That father who cut his daughter's hair for being on Snapchat, he and went to jail. Her like, and he did? He did go to jail. Thank God. Yeah, he went to jail. He that was, was sad. Evil. And that was a. Uh, that was heinous. That was a, I was, that was heinous a heinous crime. crime. <laughs> heinous. That was horrible. I would probably, you know what? I love my mom to death, but that would cause me to want to fight her right there. I would just lose all respect. You you pushed me to the edge. You little Uzi verted ain't me. Ain't no ain't no more daughter. No. Ain't no, you lost one. <laughs> Once I lost my hair, you lost a child. You it's don't play Uzi around Vert. with nobody's hair. You know, back in middle school, um, I had a friend, and she cut up. I forgot what she did, but she had braids, and her mom decided to cut the braids, not where the hair stopped. And you know that's what we do, right. black people. If somebody's helping you take your braids out, you be like, "Hey, my hair is here." You, I need and you, you to even cut a add a little, cu- yeah. little clearance, <laughs> little cushion, cushion for the pushing. Yeah, they'd be like, "Your hair not the." I said, I what, said I said. what I said. Cut my hair down. stops here. At cut the them shoulder. below breast, bra strap. Even though my hair is armpit length. Exactly. You just want to make sure you just want to make sure if I had a growth spurt, anything. But um, <laughs> so what yeah, happened with your um, girl? She cut up. And her mom decided to cut the braids above where her hair stopped. Girl. That's fighting. She came back with a little twat, a teeny mini afro, <laughs> and placed her butterfly clips in that. I was, I, when I tell you she never bounced back from that. Well, I want to see her now. Are her and her mom cool? I'm, yeah, I would have cool. had to emancipate myself they were, that they day. They were cool. They were the cool. The Macaulay Culkin vibe. I just feel like that's horrible. It's unnecessary. That's, that's downright hair. evil. You know when you being evil, just just do what all black parents doing and whoop me. I'll take a whooping. When I, take I was a younger, whoop, whoop couple with lecture. Yes, whoop, <laughs> I will take a whooping couple with lecture, couple with punishment. Right. Like, come on. Take away my phone. My grandma used my to TV whoop us privileges. with switches. Ooh. I know. I'm like, okay, come back from the forties. <laughs> come back. Come Grab back. Grab a little belt, and you know, I I really wouldn't be able to handle the hut. The um, haircut because I could barely handle a whooping. I've only gotten a couple of whoopings, but every time I got one, I looked at my mom like, "How could you?" And she came and apologized after, like, you know, I don't like to hurt, <laughs> I don't like to hurt you. And I'm like, "Yeah." My mom ain't never apologized I'm, for whooping. I'm like, probably because probably because of my reaction was like, I was broken down. That's the first hit. I was, I was breaking down like a slave. You were- <laughs> I was looking up at her like. So this is what we're doing. We, re- we really. My t- mom would be like, "Yeah, this yeah." This- we- Let me tell you something. One time, my sister did something. I'm crying. I'm literally crying. Look at this long tear going down my face. One, um, my mom, my sister. I remember she did something foul. I don't know what it was. She was a young tyke. But my mama gave her a whooping to that Escape Off the Hook album. Girl, Germany, she turned stop. it. <laughs> no, <laughs> ass whoop. She turned that CD up, girl. She got a whooping to at least like three or four of the songs. That off the hook album. She probably don't hate the she full probably don't like escape to this day. Turned it up, turned it up, turned it on. My mom said, Bring your ass. She was jamming and, and jamming and slamming. <laughs> You're my little That was the uh traces of my lipstick. The okay. off the hook was what? the just kicking it. No, what? no, no. Just kicking it was my eyes. It don't matter. I I'm in full I know. Thanks, Germany. Look at me. <laughs> I look like uh wow. 
Like we just had a Diyama Bottom line is, quit cutting. Go on those. Stop school. cutting these babies' hair. Give them a little whooping. Take away some privileges, but you don't got to resort to cutting the hair. And then they're recorded. No, that's that's just. Like I just don't get it. It's, heinous. It's heinous. That's the only word. Heinous. Heinous. That's gonna be the heinous. comment. Heinous. Heinous crime. Oh, and then we have <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me bounce back. Um. Come on. Did you see Monique? Monique's cry. I see her cry for, the, for help. Uh, the boycott of Netflix. Girl. So apparently she was offered a $500,000 deal. And she's screaming gender equality, uh, race equality. Yeah. Because Amy Schumer got offered an undisclosed amount. I think was, it was $11 million. It was $11 million? Okay. 11 Which was obviously way more than the 500,000 but the thing is Monique at this point you got to take what you can get since. she's not in demand like she's Amy not, Schumer yeah, she's not relevant like dang she gave us queens of comedy we won't negate that and the Parkers because that I don't care about the Parkers really because you brought that up but I don't care I'm just saying that's I don't think incredible. Monique had anything outside of oh no wasn't she in like why did I get married or something like that was she in like a Tyler Perry film at all ever You're thinking Jill Scott <laughs> wrong big black woman <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh she honestly lost me after precious after precious respect left <laughs> i'm glad i've never was seen a heinous that. movie since we're on heinous topics precious <laughs> was heinous i've never seen it thank god sick and disgusting don't see it well all the memes that followed monique's cry for help were just funny when I seen that meme where somebody was rolling up the tinted window and it said like after Monique asked for you to boycott Netflix and they was they was like <laughs> the reaction up. was unbothered. The reaction was uh, what next. show is coming on next? Yeah, we're gonna unfortunately, um, sis, we're gonna watch Netflix. We're going to. Sorry, Monique. Sorry, Momo. So and you know what? She's been doing much better too with those cardio videos where she be getting down, getting dancing. That's how much I don't know what she's been doing. I see, though, sometimes they show them. They be like, okay, Monique. I see it on the search page sometimes. It doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. She doesn't. She's not She's not getting us to boycott. Sorry, Momo. Anyway, guys, today, <laughs> today we want to talk about communication. Communication. <laughs> Effective communication. Verbal communication. Nonverbal communication. All of the communications. All the communications. All the communications, right? So, Brittany. So that we can eliminate the, my Miss, man is your man. Okay. <laughs> That's miscommunication. Her man, too. Yeah. My man is. We should have ran that back. Okay. Can you tell us what's, what is communication? Yes, I can. So, basically, when we think of communication, we think of just words. But communication also includes how you say it, including the tone of your voice, why you say it, the intent behind the message that you're trying to deliver, uh, when you say it is important because emotions come into play at the time of day. You know, you don't want to be getting on nobody's line at the top of the day. Yeah. We're not taking the productive approach with that. With that yeah. one. Um, also, what you don't say in your body language. All of those things encompass what communication is. Yeah. The realm of communication. Yes. So we're going to jump right in. We are. I'm about to dive in. I'm going to hold off. Why? I was waiting. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like you communicated, like you communicated, 
Um, communication is our verbal, our nonverbal skills, the tone, what we say, how we say it. So we want to just break a few of those things down today. And some, so we should start with some things that prevent us from being effective communicators so that we can identify if we need to keep listening to this episode. <laughs> no, just kidding. But there are a lot of barriers that prevent us from being effective communicators that mm-hmm. we might not be aware of. One of them is uh, avoiding communication. Avoiding communication. I think also before, it's good to recognize that everybody has different communication styles. That's key. We all communicate differently. And you might communicate between your lovers, your friends, and your coworkers differently. I do. Yeah. You know, because when you get to work, you got to have your don't fuck with me. I'm ready for business face. But you still got to be professional and polite. And maybe you're a little more lenient in your communication with your friends and your family. So, mm-hmm. you know, communicate effectively, c- contingent on your space and place. But you still want to be effective. So what was our barrier that you just presented? Um, The first one was avoiding communication. Okay. So I know a lot of times people just don't want to communicate. Like some people are really just shy to the point where they avoid the communication they might even, um, like, try not to communicate with people. The like, Tim and Toms. Look, yes. Please don't look at me. Yeah. So um, in that, I think we have to think about the nonverbal because those people are barely even speaking. Yeah. No so words. So you have to You have really to look at the body, body language. Yeah. Right. Which you introduce is, conversation with them. Yes. And that's a large part of our communication is our body language. So if you're one of those people who are maybe a little shy, a little timid girl, and you're trying not to communicate, maybe avoiding eye contact, we need to identify some troubled areas, some areas of opportunity, rather, some areas to grow from. So if you have trouble maintaining eye contact, maybe excessive smiling due to nervousness, I'm not that person. I don't do that. I'll do the no, I will do the no, no the expression. Face. Yeah. I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> I, I don't have anything for you. Maybe slouching down. Your head is down. Do you have a timid tone? Um, perhaps speaking too quickly when you're anxious. I'm that person. Um, and crossing of the legs and the arms. You know what I mean? You have to pay attention to your posture and your movements. Maybe your physical distance. Come in a little bit closer. Come a little bit closer. Stop. <laughs> Don't be afraid to make eye contact with people. Um, be mindful of your facial expressions, like I just said. My facial expression when I don't want to talk is like obvious. Obby. Crystal clear. It's obby. Obby. Yeah. I Get have some strong facial me. expressions as well. Yes. And your tone of voice. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So if you don't want to talk, if somebody come up to you trying to break bread, and you be like, girl, get away from me. Right. You could just be like, hey, not today. Not right now. Not right now. Yeah. Not right now. I'm not in the mood to communicate. I think that would be a good one for our girlfriends who don't want to communicate. Um, I think in addition to that, uh, the use of jargon, using overcomplicated phrases or unfamiliar technical terms. Like, have you ever had a, I'm sure you have, had a conversation with someone who just can't precisely get their point out <laughs> it's just like so what was said like Shit. they say a whole lot but, but a whole nothing. bunch of nothing yeah. at the same time mm-hmm. that makes it very hard to communicate with someone because you're trying to decipher the message yes and respond but it's like it's lost in translation gone with the wind that's gone <laughs> message gone just gone more. <laughs> gone with the wind i i find that really hard i'm like just please try you- to take the time to clearly 
say what you're trying to say. Please. I think it's just a matter of being concise. Concise. Concise is the is the ability to say exactly what you need to say without overcomplicating it. And just getting the point across. It's like being straightforward. Yeah. And you then can, some people can be overly straightforward. Like, uh, I know, let's talk about work. So, let's I'm talk a, about work, baby. I'm a pretty straightforward person. Like, and with work emails. You are. <laughs> with work emails, uh, I feel like a lot of times they, they send a lot of fluff. And I'm like, baby girl, just ask me the question. And I, I, I send those type of emails, like just the straightforward. And sometimes I feel like, should I add additional fluff because it's work? And um, I think a little fluff, a little uh, more straightforward, like 10% fluff, 90% just this is what I have. You know, like, a, hey, how was your weekend? Hope your weekend was well. No, no, not. Ho- hey, how was your weekend? Because I don't care. Or but like, hey, hope you're doing well. Hope, hope you had a great fi- holiday. Hope, hope this email finds you well. I was looking through the whatever, and I noticed we're missing this. Do we need more? Or, hey, can you stay after today for this amount of time? You right. Know, just some some little opener. A little opener fluff and soft a little closer. Soft opener and then Yeah, soft bang. opener. Soft opener. Full tea. Dished. Yeah, that's a good one. But, yeah, like, be mindful. I need mindful. to come up on my robe. <laughs> be mindful of the way you're delivering your message. Mm-hmm. And also, there's the people who try to be super you know educated and i you, hate that i'll be like okay you know you could use a much simpler term to yes like we and, and you know what you have to use your like for instance you have to use the appropriate style of communication depending on who you're talking setting. to exactly. and who you're talking to like at work there's terminology that if I know what I'm talking about, but if I speak with a patient or a patient's family, I'm not going to go throwing around terms that they're going to be like, wait, what? It needs to be like as simple as possible for people to understand the keep it simple, the kiss method. Keep it simple, simple stupid. stupid. Right. And just because you're using a big word doesn't mean that. Yeah. I'm just asking a simple question. Hey, so where do you want to go when you leave the hospital? I don't have to dance around it. Huh? Oh, you know what kills me? What? When people just. Sometimes I'm waiting on the shit to end. I'll be like waiting like, okay, when they're like, hi, this is so for instance, this is this is what they would do. But I'm going to put my name in it. Okay. Hi, this is Germany case manager here at the hospital. Um, I was looking through your mother's chart. That already kills the me. Pause. The long pause. Yes. I was looking through your mother's chart and um, I was it was brought to my attention that she might need a little more rehab after here. So we want to talk about options. Okay, come on. Hey, you know, we're here at the hospital. Your mother is not functioning at the level that she was before she came in. We need to explore some options. Just get to the point. Get to the point. I I love the get to the point. I'm a fan of the get to the point. Please. And sometimes people don't. Because we tap dance around and then we never get to the point. And I know you're a fan. You like little as little dancing as possible. <laughs> I do. You'll be like, okay, so what? So what's the next step? What is it that we're doing? <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait, hold I'm, up. I try to work. I'm trying to work on it. Yeah, because you. I'm trying. The dancers will come out ready to perform, and you're like, cut the dancers. <laughs> the show's over. Cut the dancers. Right. We're eliminating the dancers out this segment. That's you. <laughs> That's you. I'm solution-oriented. You are. I am. Do you have another barrier? I do. Not paying attention to what the other person is saying. You're so you're thinking about a response before the person has even fully gotten their thought out. Yes. I think that's a part of effective communication. 
It is. You have to be an effective communicator. A communicator. And with your effective communicating, it consists of a few key elements. You need to be an engaged listener, which is basically what you're saying. When you're an engaged listener, you focus on the speaker, right? You're not just waiting to respond like, okay, well, once she, it's the double Dutch vibe. Right. As soon as she finished, I'm getting in. Right. You can't have that approach. You got to. Or cutting people off before they, like I just did. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> 2018, we working on it. 2018, we working on it. You know what? See, I caught myself though. You did, but that's what this episode is about. It's right. about help. Yes. So yes, you're focusing on the speaker. My next point would have been don't avoid, I mean, don't interrupt or avoid interruptions. But I think this is an organic conversation. So we're not like, you know, having a whole brawl. Because when it's me and Bay, don't you dare cut me off. Right. I make a point. When he cuts me off, I'm like, okay, well, I'm done talking. <laughs> I'm done. Or I purposely not say nothing the whole time he speaks. And then when he gets ready to, when I get ready to speak, he wants to cut me off to make a point. I'm like, bro, I just list, listened to you banter and rant that whole time. And he's like, well, when you're talking to somebody and when you're arguing, when you're having a conversation, you're supposed to stop them and make a point. And I'm like, no. no. He's like, you're supposed to say, let me stop you right there. And address no, that. no, that, no. Girl, why he say? You're supposed to say, let, let me, me stop, stop you right there. There's a point to be made. He's like, I can't make my point after you just keep talking, talking, talking. You say the point in your mind. Make a point. Exactly. Make a mental note. That's when you say the first of all. Yes. And then you mentioned da-da-da. Yes. And what I have to say to that is. Yes. No, no, you no. You come in with the first off, my the, point bang. Bah, bah, bah. That's what you <laughs> You come in with that. Like, right. don't cut me off. Don't. And that's frequent. We do that often. And make sure that you're listening like like we said, just wait your turn. Wait, wait your, your turn. turn. Don't be listening just be to make patient. A, be you'll, patient. You'll you'll get a chance to speak. You will. And the point will be just as effective. Yes. And another another aspect of being an engaged listener is to show you're interested. Nod. Say yes. Say amen. I agree. Mm -hmm. You got me, girl. Right. Something. Say say something. That's it. You know? It's nothing like just sitting there talking to somebody and they just like I'm quick to be like, hello. Yeah. Like, are you there? Someone are you home? here? Hey, <laughs> are you here? Jesus. Are you there with me? And um, setting your judgment aside. Sometimes people are going to communicate some shit that you might not agree with. It just might not, not it might not be your yeah, tea. Differences in opinion. Just let them speak. And then you can give them the nod or you can give them the no. And, and what, what were you going to say? Sore, no, sore no. sister. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, Provide your feedback when necessary. This is key when you're dealing with women. I think anybody. If I tell you something, I don't necessarily always want your fucking feedback. That's true. Sometimes I just want you to be an engaged listener. Just listen, girl. Just nod. Say, mm-hmm, girl. You right. Yeah. I don't need you to be like, okay, so this is what I would do if I was you. Because if I didn't ask you what you, were do, what you would do if you were me, I don't want to know. You don't need, you don't always need a solution. Don't always need a solution. Just a sounding board. Sounding board bounce a couple ideas off, right? Yes. Do you have anything to add to that? I had one to add about uh, one of the barriers can be um, cultural differences. Yes. Like. Bring it around. <laughs> I will. So <laughs> uh, with the varying cultures, there's a difference in how we express our emotions and you know, some we're not. Sometimes we may not be into the same thing, so that can that can affect effective communication. Yes. So, for instance, like 
the difference between personal space. Girl, say that again. <laughs> say, I'ma say it again. Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. There's certain races that has a different idea of what's appropriate when it comes to personal space. And you're looking back like. They up on my ass. What the hell are you? Why? I'm like, hey, this is my ass. I need you to get off of it. Yeah. I agree. And I know you said that I'm straightforward, but there's some cultures where they're just just straight blunt and rude. Blunt and rude. Blunt rude. Blunt and rude. Blunt and rude. But that can affect, for sure, communication. But it's because everybody is raised differently. People are raised differently and they communicate differently. Some people don't communicate at all. They weren't even raised to communicate. So you have to also deal with that when trying to communicate with them. Like, hey, I know y'all didn't talk in y'all house, but we got to talk in this one. That's key. We have to communicate. Communication is key. I I stress that in relationships. Like, we're not going to communicate how your parent... Do your parents yell a lot or something? Because the yelling approach is not effective. I immediately... When people start yelling, I can't. Because I'm a calm person. Mm -hmm. I can get my point across, and I'm very calm. I rarely raise my voice. So when people start raising their voice, I'm like, okay, first step, bring down volume. Yes. Because the yelling is unnecessary. Say your say what you're trying to say. Get your point across without the yelling. And I immediately start to think that must be how your parents get down. Cause <laughs> the fuck is go- the fuck is going on? I think that's a mat a matter of managing our emotional response. It is. That's that's especially effective and and that's important when we're at work. No matter who, even if you're at work, because sometimes your coworkers might say some shit that you just don't agree with mm-hmm. and you have to make sure that your response is logical and it's rational and it's not based off any emotional feelings. So I have some ideas for that too. What are your ideas? When you feel like it's getting hot and heavy in a debate, discussion, conversation, you can give yourself time to respond. And the way you do that is ask for the question or the statement to be repeated. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand that. Can you rephrase that? Right. And then give yourself a few moments to take a time and respond appropriately. You can pause to collect your thoughts because silence isn't always a bad thing. You know, sometimes you just need a few moments and then you come back with your fire ass response. <laughs> right. You know, like I'm about to get the ass. Um, you can make one point and then another but don't just ramble on and on and on and on and on and on make your point allow the other person to speak and then you know you guys can go down your list of points try to um look for humor in an emotional circumstance try to laugh at it you know like okay this nigga's trying my patience but don't laugh at him because you know it it, i know know you think it's funny right i'm not understanding what's funny or it's funny how it's funny when it's not funny. Uh, yeah, you're right. But I, in order for me to not lose my shit, you gotta it's go. going to be a little uh-huh. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a little funny. Also, um, be willing to compromise. Sometimes you got to just, you know, give it, put it on the altar. You won't, you won't always agree, but you have to be willing to compromise. I think those are some key ones. Well, I was listening. You were listening? And I have some response to what come you on. said. Come on, come I on. I waited my turn. Wait your turn now. You're um, in. So when you said ask questions. Yes. I completely agree. And sometimes you can ask questions with um, because sometimes we respond with an assumption. Uh-huh. Without fully grasping what the other person was trying to say. Because yes. we hear what we want to hear. Yes. So you can say. So 
are you saying that followed by mm -hmm. what you thought they said? Mm -hmm. That allows them the chance to respond and say either yes, that's what I meant, or no, that's not what I meant. Right. And then your response will be more uh, accurate. Right. <laughs> because now you know exactly what they were trying to say instead of, See, you don't even care about me because right. you just said, and that's not what they were trying to say. That's right. not what they meant. Yes. The second point. See, I got to work on my listening skills because I forgot. And, and there's a point in that too. Let me tell you. Okay. I think it's 60%. See, now I don't even know. 60% of our communication is listening and we only retain 25% of what we hear. See? So just and a I little fun it. fact. It's okay. What was the last part that you said, though? Willing to compromise? No, right before that. Finding the humor? Pause and collect our thoughts that silence isn't bad? It's okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, I think what we can provide are 10 communication skills that you can implement right now. You don't got to go out and write a, get a book for it. We're just going to give y'all some. And... Let us know if you think these are these are good. So just piggybacking on your statement that you just made. Use I statements. I feel my feelings are hurt. It keeps people from feeling accused. And you should never speak for someone. Just speak from your own perspective. Hey, I feel like you weren't thinking of me when you made that decision. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or my feelings are hurt because I didn't speak with you before you decided to do this. Right. And then it's not like, well, you didn't. I need to take the you didn't out of my vocabulary. Yeah, because you don't care and you. Yeah, you can't assume I don't care because I made that decision. That's not the case. So let's try to turn. Unless our... you make it again after I expressed how yeah. it made me feel. Fool me once, shame right. on me. <laughs> then I can come back and say. Yes. Um, I think in, in addition to that, don't claim that they're something they aren't. It's the same thing like you said, ask. So, oh, so you mad? You right. mad? Oh, you mad because, no, oh, just ask me. me. Hey, so are you mad? Are you mad that that didn't happen this way? Or is there anything that I can do? You know, just put yourself in a position to take accountability for yourself and allow that person, leverage that person to take accountability for their themselves. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you make eye contact and remove any distractions like you right now. So. I'm sorry. It's okay. Just kidding. Um. <laughs> When I get into a, a heated engagement or, you know, an interaction, you want to make sure that the TVs are off, the phones are down, because you want to make sure the person has your undivided attention. It's easy to become distracted. It is, and that's the worst, talking with someone and they're on their phone. Yes. That grinds my gears. Like, what are you doing? Who's on the phone? So you don't care, you're not listening, okay, and that's bye. Making your next assumption. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, I see you on your phone. You're on your phone. Does that mean you don't care about what's going on here? Right. So... Um, ask number three is ask if the person knows what you're saying, if not rephrase it. So all because you say something one time doesn't mean that the person necessarily understands it. If they look a little like, uh, you know, they're giving you a confused face and just, Hey, did you get that? Right. Or you need me to run it back. Right. And they might be like, run it back. And then you can rephrase it and put it maybe into context or terms that they can understand it. Um, when discussing an important topic or issue, Timing is everything. You want to make sure that both parties are in the appropriate mental space and able to have a, an effective dialogue. Timing is key. Timing is key. I have to learn how to respect time because when I want to talk about something, I want to talk about it. 
I have a hard time waiting. Yeah, it's just like especially when, if it's a prolonged period of time. I'm like, so you still ain't ready to talk about it? Like, <laughs> it's just like when you want to do something when you're younger, you want to catch your mama in a good place. Definitely. Like, I know I want to go spend a night at my friend's house. I'm gonna ask her when she having a margarita, watching TV, laughing. Yes, I'm gonna be like, Mom, hey, you think it's okay for me to go spend a night? And then it, you're more likely to get the yes. Not or when the, she in a bad mood. No, or the it definitely not when she just came home. No, I never. <laughs> I always waited. Like, okay, she's. On the wind down. Hey, mom, I was wondering yeah. if I could maybe yeah. go spend the night in my friend's house. <laughs> so during times of miscommunication, um, make sure or even conflict, focus on the issue at hand. They call this the kitchen sink. Don't throw everything but the kitchen sink into the discussion. Mm. Like if the issue is you didn't walk the dog and you've been home before me, then let's focus on that. Hey, I came home. The dog hasn't been walked. Can you walk the dog? Don't, you didn't walk the dog and then I come in and there's shit everywhere. And then, da, 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 yeah. The issue is walking of the dog, right? Need to implement that one too. <laughs> I think it's easy for us to, everything that we're harboring or feeling, all the built up energy and things that we're dis disappointed over or whatever will come out at all at one time. And we don't focus on the shit that's really taking place or that has us irritated in that moment. And then it looked like, dang girl. Right. What's up? You've been harboring. You got some burdens right. on your shoulders. Um, number six is take a break. If it gets heated, just step away from the conflict until you can calmly discuss the issues. I have something to um, add on to that. There's something called the 48 hour rule. So if you find yourself with a pressing issue that you want to discuss before you just go right into it, especially if you're angry, wait 48 hours. If you're still upset, then address it. And if you're not, then you should probably just forget about it. I like that. Now I'll implement that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, number seven, I like to consider this the sandwich. You know? What's that? It's basically coupling of the, the positive, the negative shit that you're irritated about, and ending on a positive note. Okay, so how do you do that? Like, if, if the dishes aren't washed and your significant other made the meal, mm -hmm. you can say... Hey, I really appreciate you cooking dinner tonight. It was great. But you didn't wash the dishes. You didn't finish with the dishes. That's a part of the cooking is also coupled with the cleaning. Right. Unless you guys got that breakdown. And then you can end it with, but I really do. I enjoyed the meal and I'm so grateful when you help out and you cook during the week. You know, then it's like, okay, I just got to get in here and wash these right. dishes. Because I'm not a part of the you And after you, you cook. wash the dishes, you'll get the sloppy toppy. Sloppy toppy. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm not a fan of the you cook, I clean ministry. Because when I cook, I clean. So do I. I, I mean, this is the way of the world. As for me in my home, if it's you a, take on the responsibility. It's a full yeah. Cook, clean, present. <laughs> cook, clean, serve. <laughs> you can even cook, serve, clean. I just need you to clean. I need you to get on it. Also, make sure you guys fight fairly. Let's not name call, you know? Yeah, that's nasty. That gets nasty, the below-the-belt comments. Like, whoa, whoa, People whoa. People rarely ever bounce back from those. You always remember Words that. last. Yes. I don't know who came up with the sticks and stones may break my bones, <laughs> but words will never hurt me, Ryan. That's false. Because I remember things that people say, and I'm like, I remember when you said that. Yeah. And I didn't forget. My eye is watering still. Yes. Also, um, make sure that we're attentive to our verbal and nonverbal communication. The body language tea. Like, why are you doing that? 
My, I had an eyelash. Oh, in my I'm like, eye. what is that? The um body commu- the body language during the argument. Now, this is my personal testimony. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, if me and my mama were funky, you know how young girls and mothers do. Right. When I try to walk away from the argument or the issue, and you kind of jerk your body like man, or even saying man, that's too much that's in, too a black much in a black home. When you say man, oh, anything that comes out of the mouth other than Ooh. yes, okay. okay, yes, I understand. It's disrespect, and she tried to fight me. <laughs> it is. The shutting- I had to get down with Brittany because she was being disrespectful. <laughs> Like, cause I'm not a human and I don't have the right to respond. No, no. you don't. Stripped as a child. This <laughs> Even as an adult, you still got to be mindful because a parent would be like, at the end of the day, I'm still your mother. The slamming of the doors in the home. You know, that's nonverbal, but Ooh, that's sending a I signal. I never did that before. That's sending a signal. Hey, I'm mad. We both funky. We both <laughs> mad. It ain't just yeah. you, sis. That sends that verbal signal, that nonverbal signal like, ugh. You know, or how people stomp when they walk away. My grandma would be like, don't you stomp your feet when you walk away. I rarely ever did things like that. What I would do was take out anger on sibling. Okay, no. (laughs) (laughs) Or the fix your face. You know, like, you better fix your face. The combo of fix your face and don't be mean to them because I just got in your ass. Because I would be like, I don't know. Why are you talking to me? Okay, no. (laughs) Don't talk to me. No. Because I couldn't release the anger on the intended target. appropriate party. No, I really wanted to say to my mom, why are you talking to me? But I don't get why you're talking. <laughs> so I would just take it out and then a sibling. As soon as they said one little thing, I'm annoyed. You annoy me. Yes. Yeah. You can't cut up too much in the black home. I be- the parent I will snatch I you up. I was scared. By the back of the collar. You'd be hunched over with your shirt pulled up. Fear was evoked in me for sure. I, I didn't play much. Yes. <laughs> Not play. Last point. It ain't is safe. Just- it ain't safe. <laughs> Last point, just agree to disagree. Sometimes we're not going to all come to the, the same conclusion. You might feel a different way than I might feel, and we just got to put it on the altar. Just let it go. Give it to God. Let him sift through it. Those are my recommendations. Those are good recommendations. That's I all I have. I agree with those. You know, we got to communicate better in 2018. We do. With each other, with ourselves, communicate with your damn self. And I and I prefer in person communication. Okay, I do too. Sometimes shit gets lost in translation via text and social, you know, platforms and waves. If I'm communicating with someone who is a good text messenger, then I can do the text conversations. Right. But if it's hard to decipher your message and I just can't. <laughs> If I just can't get through it, I can't do the text message. I'd rather just talk in person. Yeah. It makes it easier. Because I feel like when I text, you can you can get the message. Yeah. And also, you have to know the tone of the person that you're texting. Like, you know, and read, uh, it's, still, it's still vague and ambiguous. But like you said, if, you, if you're in the rapport where it's, you text press- person often all day and frequently then you 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 can pick up you can yeah pick up on the signs and shit if it ain't right if it ain't right that was a play on it ain't safe it ain't right so you're trying to be funny exactly with the one word response yes precisely so i think i think those are good takeaways i'm gonna take away a couple too i've taken away a couple and put them in my my notepad take them away we'll see we'll see how you guys feel about this episode so let us know If you have any more tips on how to be an effective communicator, 
feel free to slide on any of our social media platforms and holler at us. Holler at us. But now you can pick up your pen. We're going to drop a gem. This week's gem that's going to be dropped is the Gabrielle Union We're Going to Need More Wine book. Great book. Great read. It's a quick and easy read too and it's very funny. It's so funny. It's relatable. It's homegirl vibes. Um, she writes it from a very realistic voice. Like the voice you can totally hear. It, it's hers. And if you guys are interested in a little read, a little homegirl read, I think that's a good one. She's very open and transparent. Yes. Honest. Yes. She doesn't hold back. I mean, she didn't talk about everything, but she talked about enough. Yeah, she gave you enough nick grip for you to not be her like close home girl. Right. Some I, things have to be kept sacred. Yes, to close to the heart. Right. But if you guys are looking for a little read, something that you can get through quickly, less than a month, depending on how you read it, you can easily get through it in a couple weeks or even a couple of days. Yeah. We read it over a course of a month. The chapters are very short and sweet. They are. And, and they make you want to keep reading. And the terminology is very like it's it's like basic. Yes. It's almost like talking to a friend. You can just read it, get through it. So I think that's a good one if you guys are looking for a little sun sun. Right. It's a collection of essays because at first I thought it was going to be like a chronological order yeah. type autobiography, but it's just a collection of different essays and stories. So I like that approach. Kind of like how The Minimalist yes. did their book. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That that was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Her When it got to the end and she was like, bye, take care, I'm like, my homegirl's leaving me. Yeah. But, so we recommend getting that book. If you're looking for something to put on your list, your to-read list, grab that puppy. Grab that puppy. It's like $15 on Amazon. Yeah. And also, next week, we're, well, we're implementing a new segment. It's our girlfriend, Gag. We get a lot of letters and, well, it's not like letters in the mail, but little emails and messages on social media Asking our opinion and advice on, you know, little life situations and circumstances. So we're going to be bringing those here and sharing them with you guys and giving our on air. This is kind of like on air advice. Definitely. Right. So we're definitely going to need your guys' help and input to keep that segment going. Yeah. Because we can't have girlfriend gag without girlfriend T. <laughs> Exactly. So instead of just responding the mess, responding to the messages and the DMs, we're going to bring them on here. You can remain anonymous if that's what you would like. We're not here to bust anyone out. But most likely, if you have that question, someone else has it. So why not just bring it on air and talk about it? Yeah. So feel free. You guys can email us, theblackgirlbravado at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs. We have all of the links to our social media platforms in the show notes and just don't forget to rate review subscribe tell a home girl to tell a home girl to tell a home girl and follow and follow us right i think that's it we I hope you guys are too. appreciative of these damn weekly episodes tell us you care yes let us know let us know thank you guys for tuning in for another week and we will be <laughs> back next week bye love you Toodles.